0: Review and Discussion Podcast. I am your host, Roman Sanzo. Joining me today is Silver Quill, Foster, Oh, overwhelming force! Yes,
1: I'm trying to get my voice going. You know, I want to see if I can summon the wind.
0: Oh. <sniffs> Not that way. Uh, well, that
1: came at the wrong end.
0: Yes, yes. But you should try playing Skyrim on your Alexa, Google Alexa. Yes, you should do that. It is fun. <laughs>
1: Yeah, after what I heard about Amazon and recording people, no. Yeah. no,
0: no, 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 no. Maybe on no, your no, 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 no. Lightbright something? You have a light bright, right? You have had a Lightbright. I never had a light bright. Damn. There's a new mod to play Lightbright. Uh, to play Skyrim on your light bright. Well, oh well.
1: How on earth do you play... How do you play on a bright? What? I don't know. Don't ask. So anyway, in today's episode... No, no, we're... We're seeing this through to the end here, sir. What do you mean light? Br- do you know what a lightbright is?
0: Unfortunately, yes. It created chaos in Boston. <laughs> uh, oh, yes. Wow. <laughs> Unless they've come out with a digital Lightbright,
1: which honestly, in this day and age, I wouldn't be surprised.
0: Uh, but anywho, but anywho. Um, in today's episode, we are going to review Legends of Magic issue number two. Uh, also, this episode is sponsored by Starstream. Thank you, my friend. And well, in this issue, Sunburst reads to Princess Luna about the true legend of Rockoff So, let's hit into first impressions. Silver, what do you think of said comic?
1: Oh, this is this is my favorite of the of the introductory mm. parts. This
0: is my favorite. Mm, all Rockhoof right. is my fave. All hail the Rockhoof. It is why is that? Like, I've read it and I enjoyed it, but in terms of favorite, I am terrible with my memory, so I may need to read them all as we go through to really give my favorite later.
1: All right, well, here's the thing. This came out before we saw uh, Campfire Tales, and so this was very much an introduction to Rockhoof, but what I found so fascinating about it is that this is the legend after the legend. This is what shows life still has things to throw at you, and even when you have your goal, uh, there's still a lot of life to live. And you can let it slip away if you're not careful. Rockhoof is enjoyable. He's he's affable. But you see him hit a low point and lose focus, lose balance, which is a big part of being a warrior. Mm-hmm. It means even more now. Having seen the Campfire Tales, I thought it was kind of baloney that Rock, how Rockhoof got his powers. But this comic shows him earning them which is an important part of it. So more when we go into detail, but it's a great story showing that life's not done
0: even when you've achieved your goal. And I greatly celebrate that. True that, true that. And as for me, this comic was a fun read. Um, like you, I read it before Can Fire Tales and was puzzled by, okay, um, this comic's out, so yeah, I mean... Rockhoof and stuff. Don't really care. Let's read it. And it was a fun read. It was the cautionary tale of balancing act. If you have too much fun and no training, you're going to get fat and lazy. If you're too high strung, you're going to go crazy someday. So, in this situation here, Rockhoof learned, well, he had to relearn stuff. Let's just say that. And yeah, we will talk about it more and we go through it because. This book is an awesome read. This is one of those books where I would highly recommend go getting it. Like if I mentioned last week, there's a trade paperback for it. And yes, um, go read it because it's a lot of fun. So uh, let's head into the book. If you haven't read it, go out there and buy it and read it. Welcome back. I hope you enjoy reading your book because it's fun. So we start off the comic with Sunburst going to Princess Luna talking about the book she found and mentioning that, hey, um, Princess Luna, do you know the legend of Rockhoof? And Princess Luna saying, yes, I do know of it. Why? And, well, Sunburst here says that um, there's a sequel and Luna gets giddy all over it and then like, eee, let's squeak, read it to me, read it to me, Yes, fangirl Luna is best Luna. Yes, while trying to keep her composure. Sleeping
1: Luna, Bitter Luna, Luna, Luna. Mm-hmm. All the Luna's. Luna,
0: Luna, Luna, Luna. <laughs> yes, uh, while trying to keep her composure, by the way. So, yeah. <laughs> uh. <clears throat> so, anywho, Sunburst starts reading the book saying how Rokhuf saved the town with a shovel and they paraded him around town, and all the townspeople go out and see. How awesome this dude is. And uh, who here? Uh, Stella. Stella. or Order? How do you say that word? Captain or's Daughter. Orr's Daughter. All right. So, anyhow. Um, um, meeting with the captain. Um, Stella Orr's Daughter. Uh, giving jewelry, money, flowers, key to the town. And all who wanted is to be part of the mighty Helm. And with have that. Stella says, "Sure, you're part of the crew. Join."
1: And yet, she has to throw away the t- the, the town key, which is kind of funny. I don't think they they have all that many locks on
0: these primitive dwellings. Yeah, but it's it, it's just for show, sure. you know when you get when you say you give the key to the town to the heroes and whatnot. Uh... hang on, I, I call baloney. If you're gonna give me the key to the town, I I expect to be able to
1: enter any property I wish at any given time. What
0: does it even That's mean to work?
1: Really? No, but I wanted to. <laughs> so,
0: any who, uh, Stella here says that um, being a part of the helm means that you are going to be protecting the town and so on. Um, I'll give you this helmet and a trusty sword. And Rockhoof says no. I'll use this shovel because it saved me so many times and I shall be known as the Shovel Knight. I think we'll work on that name, but you
1: know, branding branding is tough. You know.
0: Shovel Knight's popular
1: It's okay, Rockhoff. We'll will will make it work. We'll make it work. <laughs> oh,
0: yes. And talking about making it work, um Rockhoof wakes up early, like he always does for his um training, and he goes to the training ground. And <laughs> it seems that he is the first there, and he's very, very early. And you know what happens when you're the first to a location, right?
1: You sit there, get
0: a little bored, maybe a little tired. Maybe you think,
1: oh, just sleep just a little, just a little
0: bit. Yep, and then Captain Stella comes in and like, what is this nonsense? Get up! Oh, man. Like, Rocko came too early and Stella says, you are here too early. You You gotta take hold of yourself, like, just... Balance yourself out, man, like, learn the time, learn the time. So they start training. And he whoops everybody. Mm Mm-hmm. By being really, really fast, have a lot of stamina in the obstacle course. And (laughs) people say that, look at the idiot, he has a shovel while we have a sword that looks like a toothpick. They call it a sword.
1: And then he disarms all of them.
0: Yeah. It's a spear! (laughs) Oh, gosh, Silver, am I wrong?
1: Well, hang on. Do they ever say, yes. They say sword? Yes. Yes. I have to double check this. Take this sword. Yep. yep. <laughs> they call it a sword. I mean, it is a spear. Although, I guess one could argue that since ponies most, unless you're a unicorn, rely on their mouths, see Cheerilee's bitterness, <laughs> uh, I have to re- rewrite that with my mouth.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Then, you know, then, you know, there's some Folks of the audience going, oh, go
0: on! <laughs> but they could at least say Slowly. Spear, right? I mean, ah, nitpick. Nit, it's a nitpick, It's a minor nitpick. It's a minor nitpick. It doesn't ruin the story at all. It's just like
1: spear and magic helmet, magic helmet, magic helmet, <laughs> magic
0: helmet. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So anywho, um, we where were we? Where were we? Yes, um, Rokov this arms pony with his shovel. He's a shovel knight. All right. So anywho, shovel knight, yes. Um I can dig it. Yeah. So anywho, once the day once the training's ended, Rockhoof wants to go back home and follow his schedule of resting, eating a hearty meal and whatnot. But hey, he has friends now. So his friend says, Yo, Rockhoof, why don't you hang out with us? Um to celebrate the saving of the town and whatnot, yo. And there's this is place where if you finish an oat bowl, your meal is free. And well, Rokov here cannot say no to a challenge.
1: Just like that one pony in uh, Epic Wub Time. I can never say no to a challenge. Oh, man. Who's that pony? Ah, beat you, Pinkie
0: Pie. I'll do it again.
1: Please,
0: <laughs> Oh, wow. So, anywho. Yeah. Uh, it seems that Rokov is having fun. He's chugging down a, well, boatload of oats. Get it? <laughs> Boat. Uh, yeah, no. Good alliteration. Oh, and I'm seeing some characters here. Like, um... You notice a, the pony rhyme scheme. at the back of Rockhoof with the blue? Yeet. She reminds me of Lucia from uh, Fire Emblem. I'll take your word for it. I have not played Fire Emblem. Alrighty then. So, anywho. Let's see. Um, Rockhoof is kind of the popular guy in the group. Yay! And, yeah. So, let's see. This is the downfall of Rockhoof. Woke up late. Got to the training camp late. But still, he's really fast and knows his way around the shovel. But, yeah, it seems the pattern of eating way too much food is getting him really, really down. First, what, celebrating for a one more day, sure he won't hurt, then one more night, then, you know, a week, then a month. Then, yeah, our little boy Rocco here got really, really big. Not in that sense of the word. And yet he also
1: recognizes he's got friends where we would learn later he was sort of ostracized mm. for his scrawny frame. It's an understandable fall from grace. Mm-hmm. And that's part of what makes this one of my favorite of the uh, Legends of Magic. Because he's like, okay, I get why this happened to him. I get where he's coming from.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I like Rock Don't be sad, Ron Cuff. I want you to win. Yeah. What should be a winner? Oh,
0: I have to point out something. There's a male pony, and that male pony reminds me of The Legend of Zelda. Of course. Yeah. Wait, the one with the beard? No, no, no. Remember the male pony? M-A-I-L? Male? Ah. Yeah. Let's see here. But I'm trying to remember... Oh, god! Oh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyhow, let's continue on. Uh, so, Stella calls Rockhoof to be here because he... Um, because the letter uh, calling from, who was it? I I forgot the guy, but the Baron, yes. The Baron says that Rockhoof is the man for the job to solve this problem. And one look at Rockhoof, stellar questions like, Yo, dude, you okay, man? You look like you have been hit by a truck. And yeah, Rockhoof says, no problem, ma'am. I can do this. And yeah, I'm going to grab my friends. Yeah, let's go, let's go, let's go. And... His friends are kind of lame. Yeah, he's kind of friendly. And I have the question you know, you know the uh, skin tone pony? Is that a male or female? Skin tone pony. That
1: is a female. It's the one who looks like uh, from Fire Emblem, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I mean, there's a line said that saying is he? That's why I was, like,
1: confused for a bit. Well, there may always be a miscommunication, but
0: these ponies are just dead weight. Mm mm hmm. Yeah, and Rockhoof is, well, <laughs> they're not the only one to blame because Rockhoof here has no stamina. So, yeah. Uh, so they're not helping and
1: he's not doing great. Yep. It's not a good day to be in the Mighty Helm, especially with the
0: volcano going. Yep. And five hours later, they reach to the top of the volcano and see that, yo, there's a creature causing havoc. And, yeah, it's time for Rockhoof to jump in and solve this problem by hitting it. And, yeah, Rockhoof, they ain't they the way. They ain't the way. So, yeah, he, they all run down the hill. Run away! Run away! Well, but here's the funny thing. This
1: creature is called a Sharuf. Really? Where did he say that? It doesn't. I had to... Well, let's see. I think it's mentioned much later in the comic. Oh. But a large man-eating mythical creature... Found in Mapuche mythology of the Indian, of the indigenous Mapuche people of South Central Chile, an evil humanoid creature made of rock and magma. (laughs) It's said that Shroof inhabits magma pools found deep in the Chilean volcanoes and the source of earthquakes and volcano eruptions. Shroof are also said to be the source of magicians ardent stones that cause damage in volcanic regions. The only way to ab- to abate a Shroof's appetite for destruction was to satiate the, base- the beast's taste for humanity by throwing sacrificial victim into the bowels of a volcanic mm. home. Much like the European dragon, the Shroof's preferred delicacy came in the form of virginal
0: maidens. Though I will question, how did they decide this? What, you mean uh, using this creature or the myth?
1: Well, the myth, I'm assuming that maybe one or two actual virgins got sacrificed. Uh, that may just be the mythology, but you never know. I don't know enough about uh, this area to know if that ever happened. But it's just like I have this picture of a monster's like, mm, how are the virgins today? <laughs> uh, slightly salty and maybe a little impatient, sir. Mm, that's just the way I like it. Yes, I'll have one of those. Thank <laughs> you. thank you, Lord Dragon.
0: Oh, wow.
1: He comes with the side of Hero trying to rescue <laughs> Uh, said virgin sacrifice oh that's fine that's <laughs> fine i've had i've had a few in the past oh, wow. They're good.
0: <laughs> oh wow. but you know uh yeah the, 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 yeah i'm
1: just missing i'm just messing <laughs> you up aren't I, norman
0: just, <laughs> yeah you, you got me off track uh, also i forgot to mention that um <laughs> rocco's buddies here are total jerks like they want to say that we hey, went up there and nothing not, everything's situation's normal yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong. Yeah, yeah, we we can stop. We can we can go down. Like, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, all are like sissies. Mm-hmm. But anywho, um, Rockhoof says it's time to go and run away. And yeah, <laughs> here's the part that got me g- giggling a bit because, um, on Rockhoof's second adventure, he failed. And well, when you work solo or freelance, you don't really have to report to anyone. Now that you're part of a crew, you have to report to the commander and tell them that you failed. Oh, gosh. He got a tongue lashing. And he did. And the captain is hard on him. Yep, yep. I
1: ship it. <laughs> oh, well, that's that's gonna... Just wait until he meets Mage Brad oh, yeah.
0: But anywho, yeah. So after the tongue lashing, um, Rocco here gets back into training by pulling a cart full of ponies. And... Mending his shovel back together, and getting and lifting weights, and also doing that pose from the karate kid—that one that is crane, yeah, that thing—and now he's back in shape. Yes.
1: If I could derail for just a second, I want to talk about Rockhoof's Mm -hmm. design because I I freaking love it. I mean, you got the sky blue coat, which contrasts nicely against his his uh, earthy mane and tail. And normally, I don't like ponies with beards because, well, they've already got a coat. Where's this beard coming oh man, from? Dusty's going to hit you then. Dusty, Dusty is, well, He's got. he's a different sort. He's super the <laughs> Super manly beard. There are always exceptions. But I like Rockhoof <laughs> with a beard. Mm-hmm. I think it just works really well. It's stylized. It really conveys.
0: But the biggest thing is his cutie mm-hmm. mark. Do you know what this is called? It's the Trinity, right? Nope. What was it again? I, I seen it before, but I forgot.
1: Well, here's, this, here's the here's the trick question. No one knows what it's really called. That meaning has been lost to time. To time immemorial. But the term that's being used right now is uh, Valnuk. Valnut, I should say. It is a combination of Valor for slain warriors and Nut or not. So it's a knot of for the slain warriors. This thing appears in uh, Norse iconography, often in the presence of Odin, who, among his many duties, looks, looks after the dead and decides who's worthy. And so it's very symbolic of the eternal hunt in the afterlife. It's very symbolic of, well, life and death and holding that power. And, Son of a gun, If as we enter this this final act of the comic, that's going to be Rockhoof in a nutshell. He's responsible for the life and safety of everyone in town, and his decisions are going to have an impact on
0: everybody. True. Everybody. True, 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 true.
1: So I find that just wonderfully appropriate.
0: And talking about his design, yes, I do agree that he looks good. Um, the long-flowing mane with the curls and stuff like even the braided hair kind of thing it fits the um norse norse motif and especially all this wrappings around his hooves and stuff those are norse inspired like he looks nordic he's on the nordic track although maybe
1: he can have like some uh Chain shaped burn marks in his hooves, and there's a pair of swords under his yeah, head. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And probably and something, like, what, like, um, let's see, um, probably a shield that comes out of his right hooves and stuff like that. I mean, yeah, we, we could do it. We could do it. And probably a severed pony head. Yeah. And it, that
1: talks and offers wonderful commentary. Yeah, yeah, me, me mirror. And he has a little sidekick. it's like, boy, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, Wait, we yeah. get my two by four, boy? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> boy, get off the dang roof. <laughs> Uh, but anywho, talking about the sidekicks, uh, the... Boy! Oh, wow, I am forgetting her name. So, anywho, uh, talking about sidekicks... Um, Stella yeah, or Stella Orsata. She's going to go investigate the mountain herself. But Rockhoof here says, I'm coming along. So, well, yay. um, He's fit, he's ready, and they do go to the top in 10 seconds flat. And she's a much better traveling companion than the yes, other yep. ponies. I have to pause here for a bit, because when I first... Saw so Stella here, it reminded me of Dragon Age. One of the characters from Dragon Age, I think Inquisition. Dragon Age two, then yes, it reminded me of her. Well, I I don't
1: know Dragon Age, so I'm afraid I can't help you on that on that uh, regard. Oh, no, then. but I love her design. I wonder. Well, it's kind of pulling a Tony Stark here. How how does she see the other side? <laughs> she turns a lot. That
0: sounds exhausting. Oh well, no comment then. But still, um. They discover the creature. What, what did you call it again, Silver? Uh, the Chufa. Chufa. Uh, so, anywho, um, I don't know if I am pronouncing that, uh, correctly. Oh, Chuf, C H E R U F E. Sharuch. Ruffer. Whatever it is. Yes. Huh. It is mentioned in the Quicky, but not in the comics. That's strange. Sharuch. Yes. Of course, it's always evil. That's the thing. Joseph Campbell.
1: Said within the hero of a thousand faces that we populate the unknown with our fears. Creatures are you know they represent our our fears of being eaten. They our fears of violence. Uh, perhaps even our desires. You know uh, mermaids and vampires. One thing I've noticed with My Little Pony and uh, in both here and Pony P P P O V with the oh the Trihorn Bunya. Okay, yeah. They abandon the whole, oh, this creature is evil or it wants to, you know, devour you or it's such a terrible menace. And they make it a puppy. can't mm-hmm. it a puppy. And then they and then with this Sharoof, we're about to learn that it's not evil. And I kinda like that in some ways it seems more believable. This is just a creature doing its own mm-hmm. thing. And while it's still
0: powerful and dangerous, it's not evil. Well, um who mentioned this before? Because every story sorry, um every character has its own story and they perceive themselves as the hero of their own story. You won't go around saying that you're the evil bad guy. Well huh. Yes I will. Unless you're Yes I will. <laughs> unless you're a I mean, Sith. Then yes. Dark side of the force bestows powers
1: that ponies would consider <laughs> Unfriendly.
0: <laughs> that theory just fell down the wayside. Oh my goodness! I've been t- I I just watched a playthrough of Kotor, um, and if you played the dark side, you're mustachewing evil. My goodness! Uh, yeah. But anyhow, let's get back on track, my friend.
1: Just that I love the I love what the, what we're about to
0: learn about the Sharuf and why it does what it does, and also why Rockov is really a hero. Yeah. And here's the thing, um, Stella and Rockov noticed the Sharuf um, blasting. It's throwing rocks at a certain location. And, you know, this is normal, no? And Rockhoof's here, waits and thinks, and yes, he found the answer and calls to the creature to stop. He brandishes mighty shovel and digs a hole and revealing lava. And guess what? It's a baby. He wants to go back to his mommy. Yay.
1: Although, well, I got to say, I feel for the Sharif as it looks at that shovel and then that face as Rockhoof is with his digging. Dig, 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 <laughs> dig, 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 dig. It's like, I'd be like, what the
0: holy hand grenade are you going on about there, sir? Uh, well, at least um, he did the job right. And yay. Baby is reunited with mommy and everything goes well. And yay. All good. All good. And. And yet, the captain notes, so you saved the town again. Huh. Yeah.
1: Aye. And you saved it from a baby. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh.
0: that Okay, we can leave that part out of the ballot, right? <laughs> right? Oh, wow. So we go back to the present day where Sunburst is reading to Luna, and Luna goes on a fit saying, Wait a minute! That cannot be the way the story ends! Rockhoof learns a lesson about the value of hard work. And yeah, Sternbus says, "Oh, hold on, there's more, there's more, there's more. Um, until one day, the captain invites him out to a team party and since he couldn't say no to his captain, he agrees. Uh, Rockhoof discovers that determination and hard work are important, but that he could set aside time for relaxation and friends. For all good things require work, but balance is the most valuable skill of all. And with that, the story of Rocco's legend ends, and Princess Luna is pleased. Yes, which means that uh, Sunburst will not be hung today. Yes. Today, uh, but Luna here is such a fangirl girl for Rockhoof. <laughs> yeah, it's almost a, it's
1: it's actually kind of a shame that she didn't get to meet him in the actual uh, uh, Shadowplay. Oh, was she not there at least until the very oh, end? Yeah. Well, she they didn't meet until the very 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 end. And by that time, she didn't have time to fangirl. But I imagined her just sort of off to the side, squeeing internally at seeing yeah, Rocco. Yeah, yeah, It's like, look at the size of that shovel! Yeah, yeah!
0: <laughs> oh, boy, so, Yeah, baby. Anyway, episode ends. Or comic ends. So, anywho, um, Silver, what do you think of Sid comic? Oh, I, I
1: like I say, this is this became my favorite of them. It showed what Legend of Magic could do because it complements things nicely when rakov got his strength in campfire tales i called baloney it was just sort of deus ex hey you've got superpowers now why did the land give it to you because you're the only one willing to do
0: this was it within you all alone i don't know it doesn't make sense yeah true that true that like i don't know there's no logic because he started digging and then shovel hit something and he became powerful and big and swollen and yeah, he just, well, dug a trench. But how did... And he dug a trench at super speed. Yeah, but how did he got the power? No explanation. No.
1: Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Yeah. And so here's a story where Rokuf has a power that he kind of earned but didn't, if that's a contradiction. But at the same time, he was worthy of it, but... Because it was sort of magically bestowed rather than earned, I think it's easy to let that slip away. Here now, he has to earn it back. And it can't be through magical manifestation. It's just, I need, I have to earn it back. I have to work for it. And that's the legend behind the legend. And I think it works really well. It's like with Rainbow Dash and joining the Wonderbolts. Things weren't all hunky dory, perfect for, for happily ever after. From then on, in fact, for a good while,
0: uh, she was kind of having a rough yeah, go yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, she she didn't. She wasn't perfect, but still, no. Were the Wonderbolts and the Mighty
1: Helm the these ponies that Rockhoof wanted to join for so long? They weren't anything to sing home about either. I mean, look at the ones that went up the cl- the cliff with him.
0: Yeah. But I uh, don't know, man. Like quality control, probably. It's a strong contrast to the Wonderbolts. Why are they called the Wonderbolts back then? Well, there were no Wonderbolts back then.
1: They didn't hit the scene until
0: Lo- Luna got oh. banished. What would they call back then? Like the Flyers, the Pegasi from Crowsdale. Oh, the Royal yeah, Legion. Yeah, the Royal Legion. Like compared to the Royal Legion, <laughs> the Royal Legion could, fly, could run circles around these ponies. Well,
1: <laughs> Flash Magnus would certainly boast yeah. that, I
0: think. Oh, but still. Any more, Silo?
1: No, just that it's my favorite. I love the, the symbolism of the Valknut. Uh, I enjoy that they took, took a creature... Okay, they took a creature from uh, South American mm-hmm. mythology and transported
0: it to Norse. That's unexpected, but yeah, not I mean, bad. It's logical if you think about it, because the level currents should be connected, right? True, but I I'm assuming that Vikings
1: had volcanoes somewhere. Probably. In their... So, I'm not sure, but basically mythology often tried to explain the world, but it was shaped by our fears, mm-hmm. the unknown. And there's, you know, shame in that, it's just what it was. True, 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 true. But basically, I just love everything about this comic. Uh, the only thing that really trips me up is, why did Rakov want to join this, these wimpy Mighty Helms ponies? Oh,
0: well, think about it. Um, the Mighty Helm represents... A authority figure where joining us means that you're awesome, that you're um, you're meant for something. It's something like joining Overwatch. Overwatch means something.
1: We were just talking about Overwatch, which before we started recording,
0: but uh,
1: it's true. But then we're also confronted with the the reality does not always meet the mythology or the or the idealism. Though I guess that's one thing Rakuf doesn't struggle with. The fact that the Mighty Helm are not
0: all he thought they would be. Mm-hmm. and Think about it. Like, not everybody who joins S.H.I.E.L.D. is going to be a Captain America or a Spider-Man or a Black Widow or whatever it is. You're still going to get your Agent Coulson, your um, Robin and stuff, and just people who do normal things like your janitors and whatnot. There's still going to be. Well, the, I mean, there was that guy who was playing yeah, Callaghan. Yeah, it's that guy too. So, you got to get your normal Joe Schmo. So, yeah, joining... Part of a crew or a team means, well, doing something. At least you're doing something for the better good or something. You're part of the team. The greater yep, good. The greater good. Shut <laughs> it! So, um, as for me, I like this comic. This comic is a gentle reminder of balance. You can all work and no play makes Homer something, something, something. Go crazy? Don't mind if I do! <laughs> I love that. Uh, but still, yes, um, you have to go, you have all play, no work, no good. You have to have play and balance, like play work balance. Like you need to have that yin and yang dynamic there. And reading this, yes, this is what happens if you don't have that balance. And as for the creature, I do like it. I, I didn't know it had a proper name till now, so yay. And I also learned that um, ponies have asparagus-shaped hot dogs. It's a thing. They already have carrot-shaped yeah, hot dogs, yeah, so why yeah. not? And yeah, so this comic here is a lot of fun. Like, I I I won't say that it's my favorite for now because I'm forgetting a lot of things. So, as for the two comics that I read for now, I would say that this is up there for now. Well, that's a good deal right mm-hmm. there. So, anyway, Silver, what are we going to do for next week's review?
1: Well, I believe it is time to get back to reviewing episodes. There's still a good chunk of season eight. You must go through, we must traverse. And so, having, let's see, last week we covered fake it till you make it, and so next we're going to have
0: Granny's Gone Wild, the most unfortunately titled
1: episode in the entire series. I
0: know, and I know, <laughs> here's the thing, Hasbro got to know what it means, Hasbro got to know, and this here is like, you know what, they, they don't really care, like, they just says, yeah, let's do it, let's do it! So, and let's face it,
1: as interesting as it is to see the grannies doing their thing, a lot of people are. were talking about Trixie's papa. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we'll get to see all the familial
0: dysfunction there. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of things to talk about here. Yeah, so, anyway, this will be for next week's thing. So, if you guys at home have any questions, concerns, or suggestions for the show, you can contact us at mbshowgmail.com. We also have a Twitter. The Twitter account is at the Show. My personal Twitter account is at Norman Sanzo. And Silver, where can the good people find you? Well, you can find me on the YouTube under Silver Quill or After
1: the Fact. You can find me on DeviantArt under MLP-Silver-Quill, where I do my Pinkie Pie Says Goodnights before new episodes. And you can find me on Equestria Daily, where uh, I post a review every Wednesday of either brand new comics or older issues that we haven't covered yet. And let's see, you can also, I believe that this will hit the streams just as BronyCon is about to get going. So you can find me there. All right, sweet. And I will look forward to seeing
0: sweet everybody. Sweet. Don't forget to talk to him about Ladybug or the word woke. woke. <laughs> we, we already established woke, yes. right?
1: We established woke, but I, t- I still don't understand what it means. <laughs> what does it mean, Norman? I don't know. I
0: forgot. <laughs> and why, why is Ladybug like this? you're sick you sick oh. so anyway and also please subscribe and rate us on iTunes, YouTube and don't forget to press the bell icon to stay up to date and Stitch Radio and also like our Facebook page and you can also catch us on com. If you'd like to support the show, you can do so at patreon.com. We have your support, you'll get a week's early access to the review and discussion podcast, exclusive and deleted content, and a huge thank you from me. Talking about the thank yous, I would like to thank your cats, our stream, myself, like Amy, Charles, Lucky Knight, and also Tristan. Thank you so much, guys. You have been really, really awesome. So, I have been Norman Sanzo. I am the Silver Quill. And we'll guys catch you next week with another fun episode of the Mia Show. See ya. Fast Room. Oh no. I'm still working on that. So...
1: Shovel Knight. yeah, Shovel Knight. I never played it, but I get that joke. I get that reference. I'm not old.